Hello everybody and welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. This is chapter 96 and of course as I'm just about to start the recording this my neighbor starts mowing his lawn. Of course it always happens either the lawnmower people come or whatever something crazy always happens but so I apologize for any background noise uh, with the lawn mowing and any other summary related windows open noises like birds and cars and wind and trees and Whatever else, I don't know. But regardless, it is almost the end of the summer. We are heading to Labor Day weekend, and there's a lot going on. Uh, surprisingly, for Labor Day weekend, typically Labor Day weekend's pretty quiet for the most part, but uh, not this year. Um, I guess not last year either, so maybe it's just going to be a thing now. There's not that many weekends. you got to take advantage of what you can. So um, let's get to it. Um, all right, so so much to catch up on. It's been a while since the last uh, pod. Um, but we're gonna roll through, um, my, uh, sections, my segments, as you were. Um, I, you know, if you, if you listened to the last, uh, podcast and you read the description, I changed up the format of the description a little bit. Um, I thought it worked a little better to give you a little timestamps. So, you know, if you're looking for a specific, uh, you know, uh, section, you can find it easily. And know what time it is. All right, so there we go. Um, all right, let's get into it. Jump into it. Movie moment, mat- matinee moments, as it was called. Um, so I didn't see very many movies since the last time, but I did see Hobbs and Shaw. I did get a chance to see Hobbs and Shaw. Um, it's about what you expected to be. It's The Rock and Jason Statham doing crazy, ridiculous action movie. Um, the one thing that really surprised me, and it kind of caught me off guard, because as I before I was going to see it, um, I thought to myself, "Oh, wait a minute," um, and and completely unrelated. But I was thinking to myself with the whole Disney Marvel deal, and then talking about certain movies and whatever coming out, they obviously neglected to mention anything about Deadpool. And I was thinking to myself, "Does that mean Deadpool is dead, essentially?" Um, because you know, even if they were going to retool it, which is, would be a terrible idea, first and foremost. Um, you know, they didn't mention anything about it. And it's like, well, they were going to do X-Force, and they were going to do Deadpool 3. They kind of already said that, you know, before this all went down on the Fox side of things, but yet they're not mentioning it at all. And I don't know if they're going to keep things separate, and these are still going to go forward on the Fox side of Disney and not be integrated into the Marvel side of Disney. I don't know, but obviously it's still a work to be in progress and i and i thought was thinking about this because you know disney itself hadn't put out a r-rated movie in like four or five years or something crazy like that and then stuber came out as part of the fox deal and it didn't do well which to me kind of thinks makes me think that well you know maybe they're proving the point here well you know we put one of the guys that we had in the pg-13 films into an r-rated movie and no one went to go see it with Batista, but I don't know if that that obviously doesn't apply to Deadpool. I wouldn't think, but um, I don't know. But regardless, that made me think of Deadpool, and I was thinking of Ryan Reynolds. I didn't realize Ryan Reynolds was even in Hobbs and Shaw, and he plays a pretty fairly decent sized part. Not not a huge part in it. Uh, he's uncredited, which is weird. Um, but in addition to that, the guy that played um, uh, now I forget his name. Who's the guy? Like, the normal guy in Deadpool 2 that was in X-Force? Peter? Was that his name? 
I, I, you know, I, I looked it up because I forgot it, and then I, um, and now I forget it again. Uh, but uh, yeah, that guy, yeah, um, yeah, he Peter, um, he was in the next scene after <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, and they had like a little talk, and I'm like, I was just thinking about Deadpool, and there is the Deadpool two guys that connected. Um, uh, but anyways, um, so I don't know what's going on with Deadpool two or Deadpool three, I should say, but. Um, Ryan Reynolds is in Hobbs and Shaw, and he's fantastic. And the movie's pretty good. I mean, it, it doesn't. It's not winning any Oscars. It's not changing the game. It's it's a crazy action film with The Rock and Jason Statham and uh, Idris Elba and um, Ryan Reynolds and Helen Mirren, and other people in it as well. But um, you know, it, it's a Fast and Furious movie, but without Vin Diesel. So if you're not a fan of Vin Diesel and like The Rock and Jason Statham. Uh, I would recommend it, uh, but uh, obviously the next stop, I think they're doing Fast and Furious 9, whatever it's actually going to be called, uh, but The Rock and Jason Statham, as far as I know, aren't in it, uh, but they did set up a sequel, sort of, kind of, maybe, I don't know, I don't think they even needed to, but I'm sure there'll be a sequel to this this movie going forward, um, and probably just do different, you know, versions of Fast and Furious going forward. Maybe at some point hook back up. I don't know, but regardless, let's move on, shall we? Uh, but in other movie news, because there is there was other movie news. Um, the next movie I probably go to see, unfortunately, I I wasn't home much, and I didn't. I ended up that was the only movie I saw this month, which makes the whole Showtime subscribe thing very not worth it unfortunately so i didn't get my money's worth this month i should have canceled it and i forgot to and then it renewed and then i was like crap and i was like oh i could i can do this and then it ended up not happening i only saw the hobbs and shop but for next month i already got at least two movies already ready to go and going to see and i can i'll find a third i'm now have more time because i'll be around and you know it's fall and less summery things to do but it too comes out a week from today uh, today being August 30th, so it comes out uh, September 6th. Looking forward to it. Previews look good. Everything looks good. Um, hopefully, you know, it's as good as the first one because I really enjoyed the first one. So um, that looks good, and I'm ready for that. Uh, the Breaking Bad movie, El Camino, the Jesse uh, Pinkman uh, story or whatever it's called, uh, dealing with what happens with Jesse after uh, the end of Breaking Bad. What is going on outside? There's like helicopters and all sorts of stuff going on now. Um, they're looking for Jesse Pinkman. Um, uh, but anyways, that that got kind of announced out of nowhere and is coming out on Netflix, I believe, in October or November. I forget the I forget the exact date. Um, but that looks interesting. No, no real details emerged other than it's coming out to Netflix this year. So that's that's that will be interesting, um, along with the return of Better Call Saul, I believe. I could be wrong on that. It might not be back till twenty twenty, but I, I don't. I feel I, I don't know. I'll, I'm not sure. I'm not sure when Better Call Saul is coming back. But it'd be cool if it coincided with that. And uh, yeah. But anyways, they also dropped the new Star Wars trailer. Um, not really much. In terms of new footage, they kind of did like this like montage of all the other movies and then had a few little new things in it. Um, you know, clearly the Emperor is going to be in it, so I don't, I don't know. But um, we still got a few more months until that comes out. 
in December. And, uh, yeah, there was also a new Joker trailer dropped today. I think that, that comes out in October. Uh, I didn't get the chance to watch it yet. At this point, I'm kind of like, eh, I'm in. I don't need to, I don't need to see anymore. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm go- I'll go see it. Um, so, yeah. But, um, I guess we should jump into it. I've already mentioned the Deadpool thing about the MCU and all that. But the Spider-Man news. Yes, unfortunately. Um, so... From what I understood, there was a deal in place with Spider-Man and Sony versus the MCU. Basically, MCU is allowed to use Spider-Man in uh, the the MCU movies, and the Spider-Man movies that they that the Sony was doing, uh, they could use characters from the MCU, and they also had uh, help from Kevin Feige and and the the Marvel Studios crew, and it was kind of all integrated into the MCU, which kind of was weird when they did the Venom movie, because I was like, well, then this isn't really part of this, and Spider-Man wasn't in that. Uh, Sony also did the Spider-Man into the multiverse, but that was a cartoon, so I guess it didn't count or whatever. Um, but there was a, there's part of the deal was if, if one of the movies didn't make a billion dollars globally at the box office... Um, then the, all the rights would revert back to Sony and MCU would be out of the, out of it. Uh, well, Far From Home didn't, I mean, sorry, uh, Homecoming didn't make a billion dollars, but Far From Home did and is still making money. Um, so then the deal would continue, but with negotiation, you know, I, you know, you know, an, an out clause or, or something, some sort of negotiation could be done, but it would continue at least the agreement without automatically cutting off or whatever but as the agreement stood uh basically um sony put up all the money and they gave marvel five percent of earnings or whatever it was and also merchandising or something like that um marvel is like hey no 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 we don't want to do that anymore that's that doesn't work for us uh, we want 50, we want 50, 50 split. So they, they would put up 50, 50% of the production money, but they'd also earn 50% of the profits. And Sony's like, nah, nah, I don't think so. It's like, what do you, what are you giving us in return? Like one of the biggest things that we use for your movie from, from for our movies that you provided was Iron Man. Ah, Iron Man's dead. Spoiler alert. So what do you like? What, what good is it to do this? And while, you know, Happy Hogan was obviously in Far From Home, and, I mean, Nick Fury was in it. Spoilerly, I don't want to ruin anything, but sort of in it. I mean, obviously the character itself was in it. So there were certain characters that were still in it. But outside of that, you know, going forward, you know, even though there was, like, kind of a tie-in at the end, but that didn't necessarily have anything to do with Spider-Man, and there was nothing nothing for Spider-Man on the docket in terms of phase four or whatever. And there's no Avengers movie on the horizon. So it's like, well, if the MCU is just going to use Spider-Man to like pop into other movies for whatever reason, I don't see what the value of that for Sony would be. Because if they're not making planning another Spider-Man movie as part of this phases, what the hell is Sony going to do? So Sony's basically like, no, no thanks. You know, we made this Venom movie, you know, some, you know, a lot, it was kind of 50-50 and other people liked it, but it still made a ton of money. Um, and then if you integrate Spider-Man into the Venom universe now, 
which is weird to say. Um, I mean, yeah, that's money right there. That's just money for so them for them thinking they're like, we don't need to give you your thing anymore. We can do it on our own, and you don't have your toys, your big toys anymore. Captain America is not the same. You know, Steve Rogers, I should say, he's gone. Tony Stark, Iron Man, gone. If Spider Man's not playing with those guys, or they're playing with, more importantly, they're not playing with Spider Man. It's like Nick Fury being in Far From Home and Happy Hogan. It's like, does that really matter? It's like it easily be someone else, could be somebody else, and somebody else, you know, it could be other people from the Spider Man universe, and they could be perfectly fine. And if you're not planning on doing Avengers or anything like that down the line, what do you need Spider-Man for? You know, why why we why are you letting you use Spider-Man? So, I mean, you know, there's both sides of the coin because obviously people are like, well, I, you, know, you had Spider-Man in the in the MCU and it was awesome and like you, you know, got to see him with all the, you know, your favorite Mar- Marvel characters and now with like um, you know, Marvel getting the MC uh, getting enough the um, Fantastic Four and X-Men and all that back. You know, wouldn't it be cool to see Spider-Man and Wolverine or something like that? But uh, it all comes down to money, and uh, the money doesn't work for Sony and Mar and Disney. So I don't know. There, it is what it is. Um. So yeah. So let's move on to the small screen. Uh, what was it? Small screen sweeps. I I forgot the name of these things. So. I mentioned Star Wars previously because they dropped the trailer for this new Star Wars movie. But they also dropped the trailer for the new Star Wars show. Uh, the Mandalorian, which follows bounty hunters, the Jango Fett, I believe. I don't think it's Boba Fett. I'm confused of which Fett it is. Or maybe not, maybe it's some unrelated Fett. Or I'm not quite under, I don't quite understand what the storyline is. I'll be quite honest. Trailer seemed cool. There was a lot of... Star Wars-y stuff going on. It definitely looks interesting. It's going to be on Disney Plus coming in November, so it's going to come out before uh, the movie. Uh, but they had the Disney 23 or whatever it was called, and they dropped some stuff and and whatever in that. So that looks good. Coming um, in the um, November, they also talked about there's going to be an Obi-Wan Kenobi, which originally they were going to talk doing a movie, but now they're going to do it in a TV show because the movie kind of... Well, Solo kind of ruined that all for everyone. Uh, uh, so they're doing it as a TV show instead, which could be cool. Um, I mean, the idea is it's after the events of... What what happens basically when Rogue One's happening, I guess? Because it's after Revenge of the Sith, but before A New Hope. I mean, it has to be. I mean, I don't know if they're going to do like... I mean, I guess they could do like Ghost... Obi-Wan, but it's it's Ewan McGregor is going to be Obi-Wan, so it's kind of you have to do a a younger, older version an older, younger version older, younger version of Obi-Wan, if that makes any sense so that, that could be interesting, I'm not sure when that's coming, I think next year if if I remember correctly uh, what else is going on um, The Boys, I started watching The Boys on Amazon it's pretty good so far uh, you know, it kind of is an interesting twist on things, I guess, you know, because you, it kind of, it's like, it's like, hmm, how do I explain it? If you haven't seen it, and I don't want to spoil anything, but basically it's like, there's all these superheroes and then there's like, there's these top superheroes 
and they're in this like corporate it's kind of like the tick but like a more serious version because like i was thinking about this like wait what have i seen where these there's a bunch of superheroes and they're in this like group but then the group's not all exactly the cool um yeah it was kind of like the tick when i think about it which is also an amazon shop but whatever so like there's this corporation that runs basically all the superheroes but the superheroes are not all of the greatest people and then there's this other group of guys that are trying to take them down because of they know a bunch of stuff that they've done and it's not cool so they're trying to take them down so um yeah we'll uh i haven't finished watching it but i've watched probably i i'm not i'm halfway through maybe maybe a little over halfway through so it's good it's good it's good it's seth rogan and evan goldberg or uh in control of it speaking of which they are also work on preacher um which i've been watching as well caught up on that finally i did a couple i missed the first few episodes but now i'm all caught up it's the last season um it's headed towards something i'm not quite sure what but it's been good so far um if you're not watching on on amc uh if you haven't watched it ever uh it's only four seasons so it's not too daunting to catch up on um, I'm not sure how many episodes are in this final season, but we're like five in now, four in, five in, something like that. Um, so yeah, definitely watching that. Uh, Righteous Gemstones, I just talked about last episode, last chapter. Uh, I've only watched the first episode so far. Looks interesting. Seems like it's going to be pretty funny. I mean, you got a pretty decent cast on there. Um, so, you know, I look forward to watching more. Uh, Ballers came back. I haven't watched it yet, but it's back. I don't, I don't think it's the last season, but it could be. Don't quote me on that. And then finally, Baskets wrapped up their season. Again, I don't think it was the last season, but it could be, could have been. I, I don't think it didn't. I don't think it said season series finale. I think it's a season finale. But it seems like they're going to go in a different direction uh, for next season, possibly. I don't know. Uh, whenever that ends up happening, but it was a good season, solid season, good show. Um, recommended it if you've never watched it. I, I want to say that was the fourth season as well. Yeah, it must have been. Um, so yeah, again, not too daunting to catch up on. I think they're only 10 episode seasons. They're half an hour too, so that's easy to, to, or roughly a half an hour. Some of them run a little long. Um, but, uh, yeah. So games for Greg, I'm going to have to skip this time around because because I still haven't played Madden 08 on the DS. I was planning on it. Definitely planning on it. It was definitely a great game to have picked for when I was on vacation and whatever. But I just never got around to playing it. So I will play it next time out. Um, I will discuss it. And I will pick a new game. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, I I know. I know. I've done that a couple times now on this Games for Greg thing. But uh, I promise. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Okay. Next up, con- uh, concert concerto. I uh, saw a couple concerts. Uh, I was on my way to go see Corn Nelson Chains, I believe, when I did the last episode, uh, which was a solid show. You know, I hadn't seen Corn in about, uh, what was it, 19 years? I hadn't seen him since the Summer Sanitarium tour back in 2000 uh, when they were Metallica, Power Man 5000, System of Down, Kid Rock, which they. Put on a good show. They didn't get to play a ton because it was kind of there was a lot of bands. But I'd seen them previously tat on their own tour with Stained, the Centrum, uh, probably the 
maybe like three months before that or something like that. But anyways, so I hadn't seen them in a long time. Uh, but they were good. I, I enjoyed them. Um, they were actually the headliner. So, uh, but uh, yeah, they played a lot of their hits. They played a couple new songs that I didn't really know. But other than that, yeah, they played a lot of their hits uh, that I knew. So that was good. Uh, Alice in Chains, I was always a little worried about uh, seeing them without Lane, obviously. Uh, but they were solid. Jerry still got it. The new the new guy who's... I say the new guy, and he's been in the band probably for like 12 or 13 years at this point. Or maybe even longer. I don't even know. Um, uh, he, he sounds fairly good in terms of Lane. I mean, I wasn't like, oh, this sounds completely wrong or anything like that, but... Um, no, they were good, and they played a lot of the, they played a lot of the old stuff too, which surprised me. I mean, they played a lot of they played. There was a few songs they omitted that was like, oh, that's interesting, because given that Jerry is there and does sing a bunch of songs that that they didn't play, that I was like, oh, that'd be that would have worked better if they played that. I think because you know he's the singer in that song. But um, either way, they were good. They were solid. I enjoyed them. I had fun. Um, they sounded good. They sounded like. You know, Allison Chains. Um, but let's move on because that segues into the last concert I saw, which was Three Days Grace, Chevelle, and Breaking Benjamin. Three Three Days Grace sounded wrong. And, and because the lead singer, the original lead singer, left the band and is, did a, was, saying, uh, I forget what the name of the other band was with the guy from Stained and someone else, but which I sort of saw in concert i mean we were at the concert when breaking benjamin and disturbed but uh and um alter bridge a few years ago but um didn't know who they were and then all of a sudden we were hearing breaking benjamin uh sorry three days grace songs were like what the heck and then looked it up but regardless different lead singer so the newer songs sounded fine because he sang the newer songs but the older ones just they sounded a bit off they just sounded a bit off, which kind of stinks, which was always my issue with going to see Alice in Chains. Uh, but they sounded fine. But Three Days Grace sounded a bit off. They weren't bad, but they just sounded a bit off. And then Chevelle, they rocked it out. Um, played all the songs pretty much I know, which is good. I mean, I don't go deep in their catalog, but I played played the songs I know. Um, they played a couple new ones, I think, that I hadn't really, I'd never heard. but um, And played some older songs that I knew of, but didn't know well, I guess. And then Brig Benjamin, uh, I've seen them before. They were good. I mean, I've seen Shell before too. Um, Brig Benjamin was really good. Um, you know, played most of the songs I know as well. They similar Shell. They played all the good songs I know. I, mean, I don't go deep in their catalog, but I, I know a good amount to have a good time and all that. So, yeah, good times. Concert concertos. Uh, had some tailgating. It's fun times. Uh, nothing coming up anytime too too soon, but. Uh, Plan on going to see Steel Panther again in the fall. They got a new album coming out, so it should be fun. Um, trying to get a crew together for that, so definitely, definitely. I think it's in November, right before Thanksgiving, actually. So yeah, that will be fun. Um, all right, let's move on to Sports Zone. Not a ton to talk about. Uh, I didn't get around to doing my annual draft um, podcast. I did do a draft last night, but I wasn't ready or actually i missed the first couple rounds and i just gotten home and and i didn't get around i couldn't put it all together and do the draft and record at the same time so it didn't happen i have my real drafts coming up on monday and tuesday but i don't not going to be able to podcast during those ones because they're going to be really long and 
other stuff going on. Um, but yeah, the preseason is now over. We're head towards next next Thursday, the opening night. We got the Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers kicking it off for the hundredth anniversary. Um, obviously, the Patriots would have normally have been the opening night since they won the Super Bowl, but uh, they got relegated to Sunday night when they play Pittsburgh. So, of course, the Red Sox and Yankees are playing at the same time, which I have tickets to, which I'm trying to sell, which I have to do that. Thanks for reminding me myself. Um, yeah, so I don't know. But, um, in, you know, encouraging stuff last night. You know, the fourth week of the preseason is usually just determine who's going to make the team and whatever. But Demarius Thomas came back. They, they had signed, the Patriots signed in the offseason, kind of, under the radar type type move because he had corn, torn in his Achilles and no one really knew like if he was going to be back and he had he hadn't played great the last couple seasons I feel like and torn tore his Achilles and people were kind of like ah maybe he's done but uh, I mean he looked good last night I know he's not exactly playing the top string guy but it looked like he you know it was he wasn't harpered by the harpered hampered hampered by the injury it didn't seem like it looked like he was healthy. Uh, so we'll see how that goes into the into the regular season. And also Josh Gordon, who got reinstated, was back. So a couple more weapons for Brady, you know, along with obviously Edelman and a couple of rookies. Uh, I mean, you know, obviously losing Gronk's huge, but you know, and you know, if you lose Gronk, you got to fill it with something. And hopefully, you know, these wide receivers. Um. Um. Seem to be uh, the way to go. Um, so, yeah, um, looking forward to the season, obviously. Looking forward to the season. Um, you know, hockey and basketball, no, no real news coming out of those. Uh, 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 DeMarcus Cousins is, got, <laughs> is uh, has a warrant out for his arrest and also towards ACL. So, good signing by the Lakers. But because of that, they then went ahead and signed Dwight Howard, who got bought out by the Grizzlies, I think he... I, or whatever team he was technically on. Um, but he's got like a real crappy contract. Basically was like, you know, we can cut you at any time because if you're going to be garbage and, and terrible and, and complaining all the time, we're just going to re- review. you. I mean, obviously he was on the Lakers before and it didn't go well. So, you know, and, and I don't think to what, uh, I don't think LeBron James or Anthony Davis are really going to tolerate any of his garbage. So there's that. Um, this is sounding more and more like that 0-4 team that imploded uh, for the Lakers, but whatever, we'll see. Um, but baseball, uh, Red Sox are hanging around. I mean, you know, they don't have any chance of division, but they're only five and a half, I think, now out of the uh, of the wild card. They've been playing okay. The pitching's still been a concern. They still have some injuries, but the you know the offense has been lighting it up um, for the most part. I mean. Bogarts it's got thirty and a hundred. Uh, you know, Devers still rolling rolling along. JD Martinez has been looking good lately too. Uh, so yeah, I mean, Mookie's been kind of on a kind. Of, he's I don't know. He hasn't been done, doing much. Uh, you know, definitely a down season from last year. Uh, but uh, I don't know what to say about them. I mean, I haven't you know totally been. You know, I don't know. I just. I don't know. I don't know. But they're not out of it yet. We're you know entering September. The September calls up call ups for the last time, maybe. I know they're changing. They were changing the rule to not extend the the. Um, they were talking about 
changing the rules to not extending the uh, rosters in September, similar to how they changed the trade deadline to being a solid one-and-done deadline and not do the waiver thing, which they didn't do this year, which would be happening right now if, if they were still were. But, um, yeah, they're still doing the September calls this year, but I think that changes next year. But regardless of any of that, uh, five games out, five and a half games out of the wild card, I don't know. Still possible. You're not done yet. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, you know, price is going to be back. Sales still injured and season might be over. I don't know if they ever really totally said specifically, but it didn't sound great. But, you know, if they get closer in this race and down to the wire and... I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so um, nothing really, nothing else to really talk about. It's, but the U.S. Open's going on right now. The tennis U.S. Open. I'm watching Federer play that right now for whatever reason. Uh, he's looking fine. I mean, it's early stages, so I, I well, it's, I guess it's. I don't know. I don't know what round this is. Third round out of eight, maybe. Uh, I don't know. But anyways. Um, yeah, it's going to do it for the sport zone, Sports Splash Zone. That's what it's called. The Sports Splash Zone. That's that's uh, that's what I called it, right? All right. And now it's time to move on to uh, Fights for Money, right? Is that Fights for Money. That uh, Sure, Fights for Money. All right, now we'll move on to Fights for Money. And, um, okay, so going back a little bit because it's been... A little bit. Um, the uh, UFC fight night back in Uruguay. Um, not really much to talk about. I got the main match wrong. Liz Carmucci did not win. If I remember, could remember who she was fighting, I would be a better... I didn't see any of it, I'll be honest. Uh, I was way too busy. There was way too much stuff, other stuff going on. Um... And this doesn't want to... Oh, sh- Sevachenko. Whatever. Whatever. Fine. Moving on. I didn't do well. I did pretty terrible on my predictions. I got... Uh, no, actually, I didn't, didn't do too bad, I guess. I got one, two, three, four... I got five right. No, I guess I did bad. I got five right. The one got canceled. And then uh, eight wrong. Yikes. Uh, but then... UFC 2... 241, I did watch most of it, uh, or at least the pay-per-view pr- portion. Doesn't mean I did well. <laughs> uh, Stipe Miocic uh, beat Daniel Cormier in the main event, and, um, and Nick Diaz beat Anthony Pettis uh, in, like, the whatever, the co-main event, the under-main event, whatever. So, overall, I got four right and eight wrong, so pretty terrible. Uh, the Cormier-Stipe match was interesting, yeah, Stipe just ended up uh, outlasting him and beat him in the end. Um, you know, uh, it's interesting because I don't know what this means now for Cormier because, you know, in my mind, I had him all set, ready to go. Went, beat Stipe, moves on to face uh, Bones Jones. Jones moves up to the heavyweight thing. I mean, I don't see Bones fighting Stipe necessarily. I don't know who Stipe moves on to fight. Um, obviously, the Lesnar thing never worked out for Cormier either. Or Stipe, for that matter. Uh, whoever would have won that match, I guess, the first one. <clears throat> so here we go. Now they got this one. And uh, Stipe's back on top. 
I don't know what's next for him, but, uh, you know, I guess the bigger question more so is probably what's next for Cormier, because, uh, yeah, he's uh, he, he said he was going to retire, <laughs> so <laughs> he said he was going to retire once he turned 40, and, uh, you know, he turned 40 back in March, so I don't know, I don't know. I don't know if he'll still do that one more match with Bones Jones, but he'd have to move down to light, back down to light heavyweight, which I don't see happening, but uh, who knows? Um, I don't think he's announced anything yet, at least not that I've seen. I think he's kind of said he's going to mull it over, talk it, think about it, um, unless I miss something, I don't know. Like I said, I was on vacation, so I, I, I kind of missed some stuff along the way, but um, but yeah, so... Oh, it's a good fight. It was enjoyable. Uh, let's move on. Uh, we have some, because coming up tomorrow, but like tonight is a fight night. It's in China. So it's like happening at like, I think it starts at like five, the prelims start at like 5.30 in the, or five o'clock in the morning, if I want to say. Um, the, the prelims are on ESPN. Um, I believe they start at, either five or four or three or something in the morning uh, let me double check as i scroll along yep three in the morning they they start at three in the morning go to six the actual like the main card starts at six in the morning i guess um yeah they are in Ch- uh, Sh- shenzhen china at the shenzhen unis sports center arena sure um so let's get to it. The pre- prelims, like I said, start at 3 a.m. on ESPN. Um, and yeah. Okay, first match we got is a bantamweight battle between... Oh, I'm going to butcher all these names. Batgirl Dana versus Helia Alateng. Boy, okay. Um... You know, I'm just looking over this card, and I don't know any of these people, for the most part. Except for the main event, I know the champion. So you know what? I'm going to take a step back on this, because I'm running out of time to record this. And I have a lot more to talk about on other events. I'm just going to go with the main event. How about that? I'm just going to talk about the main event. Let's talk about the main event. It's a <clears throat> women's strawweight battle. For the women's strawweight championship, we get Jessica, Jessica Andrade. I should probably look up the... Um, nicknames, does she have a nickname? I don't see one. Um, hold on. Okay, so her her nickname is Bait Estaca. I'm probably saying that wrong. Jessica Andrade defending the, the championship against Magnum Zhang Weli. Now this is one of those situations. Kind of reminds me of Ronda Rousey. Um, a little bit less like Tyson, although Tyson Tyson traveled to Japan to take Buster Douglas and got beaten up. But uh, you know, obviously, Buster Douglas wasn't Japanese. Um, whereas when, um, um, although I guess I'm trying to remember. No, no, no. So yeah, because when um, no, I guess it's a little bit different because it's. She's she's fighting someone from the home country, uh, whereas like with with Tyson, I mean it's not the same. It's not it's not the same. It's just 
I'm trying to think in my mind. I don't know who this this Zhang Weli woman is. I mean, she's 19 and one, so she's obviously a top contender. But like, Jessica Andrade traveling to China to face the Chinese. I don't know. It's a little weird. It's a little. But I think Jessica Andrade is gonna win. That's just my prediction. I'm going with it. Uh, you know, in the interest of time, I'm just going to go with that one match. I'll predict the one fight, I should say. Um, and we'll move on. Um, and, yeah. Uh, if I had more time, I'd go over the whole card, but I'm running out of time. Um, and the same thing's going to go for um, UFC 242, uh, which is taking place in Abu Dhabi next Saturday, which it takes, which it starts at 3 in the afternoon. Is that, that what I remember looking? But it's kind of one of those weird situations because since it's taking place earlier in the day, um, they, uh, the prelim is actually on F- FX because... Disney owns FX now. So UFC is back on FX. So the interesting thing about that I that I looked at was uh, they only have two two matches. And I don't know if that's just because we're we're still a week out and they something got changed up and they're still putting together the card. But yeah. So noon. It takes place at noon. The actual pay per view is at two in the afternoon, so early. Uh, in San Abu Dhabi. And obviously the main main Bout of the evening, if I can find it, because this stupid thing stinks, um, is uh, Khabib, still can't say his last name, Khabib take, defending his, what is he now, the lightweight champion? Yeah, he's the lightweight champion. Why won't this, uh, UFC site is so annoying, um, It's champion versus champion, but obviously only one title's on the line. The light heavyweight, light, sorry, lightweight title bout. We have the Eagle Khabib Nurmagomedov sure, versus the Diamond Dustin Poirier. Diamond, the Diamond Dustin Poirier is currently, actually, no, wait, I should say, was he the interim champion? Yes, I think he's the interim champion. So, yeah, it's for the undisputed light heavyweight championship because Poirier is the interim champion. Khabib's the lineal champion, or however that works. Um, so yeah, there we go. Uh, Khabib obviously still undefeated, twenty-seven and zero. He beat uh, uh, Conor McGregor. Uh, Poirier is twenty-four and five. So you know he's had some losses. Um, we get the Russian versus the United Statesian, the American, uh, but they're fighting in Abu Dhabi, which is kind of weird. So. I don't know. I mean, the money is the Khabib-McGregor rematch, which I don't know if we'll ever get because of situations. But I gotta go with Khabib. There you go. That's my predictions for UFC 242 taking place Saturday, September 7th in Abu Dhabi at the arena on the Yaz Island, whatever the hell that is. Um, Like I said, the prelims start at noon on FX. And the pay-per-view starts at 2 on um, ESPN+. Plus. You have to buy through ESPN+. Plus. Uh, 
still. Um, so yeah, all right. Fights for money. There we go. I, I don't. I haven't heard any boxing news. I know Triple G and um, what's his face. That match I think is happening, as the Canelo still looks for a, an opponent. Um, let me just double check real quick. Yeah, Tura Sevachenko and Triple G. Uh, I think it's scheduled for. I want to say. Uh, I don't know. I, th I thought I saw a date, but I'm. It's not bringing up anything. But let's see. Uh... Hmm. Yeah, they had the face-off thingy. Uh, I'm confused. I don't know when it's happening. Fall bout doesn't give an actual date. Uh, I'm not seeing a date here. Oh, uh, whatever. They're fighting. We'll talk about it when that gets closer. Um, sometime this fall. I'm guessing it's going to be... Oh, October 5th in Madison Square Garden. There it is. Never mind. <laughs> there you go. October 5th, Madison Square Garden. Uh, big fight for the vacant middleweight world title since Canelo had to give it up. I think it's the IBF one. I'm not sure. I'm not 100% sure. But in any event, fights for money. There we go. Have fun. Fight, go fight for money. Um, all right, let's move on to wrestling because our turnbuckle time. Let's say because a lot of news coming out of turnbuckle time that we got to get get through. Um, so, first of all, let's um, uh, let's talk about um, what happened. SummerSlam, I guess. Yeah, that was the last thing, right? Uh, um, oh, well, I guess um, Takeover SummerSlam, the G One. Um, yeah. Um, so TakeOver was pretty good. Uh, the Undisputed Error lost the triple threat to the Street Profits. And the... Wait, who else was in that match? Now I'm forgetting. It was so long ago. Uh, and the... Oh, no. That was just the one-on-one -on -one match. Oh, yeah. I had the wrong match. Yeah, so the Street Profits beat the Undisputed Error. Since then, the Undisputed Error did beat the Street Profits. So they are now the Tag Team Champions. So... Making this about irrelevant. Uh, I don't know if that means the Street Profits will formally move to Raw since they've been on Raw for the last like month or two, uh, but basically haven't been fighting and just been like saying stuff and like promoting stuff, which they might continue doing. I'm not sure. We'll find out. Io uh, Shirai beat Candice LeRae by technical submission, which was kind of a weird ending. I guess I don't know. I guess I don't know. It was kind of a weird ending, but regardless. Solid match. Um, Velveteen Dream beat Pete Dunne and Roddy Strong. Uh, he pinned Pete Dunne. Uh, Shanna Baszler beat Mi Yim by dismission. And then in the main event, Adam Cole beat Johnny Gargano two out of three falls. Um, there was the stipulations fall, the, the singles match, and then the street fight, and then the third match, which was um, determined by William Regal was a barbed wire steel cage match. And, uh, yeah, obviously it was going to happen because, obviously. Um, yeah, and then Cole beat Gargano. It was, a, it was a long match, 46 minutes, so, yeah. 
Um, I'm going to have to watch it again because I kind of... I feel like I need to watch it again. I, you know, first watching it, it was, it was good, but it was long, and, and it was after a really long day, so I kind of was fading in and out of it. It was, it was but I, you know, I saw the ending, obviously. You know, so I gotta watch it again, I think, to really appreciate it as much. And a lot of people said it wasn't as good as their last couple, but, you know, kind of with the gimmicky thing, it didn't really, wasn't necessary, I guess. I don't know. And it's a barbed wire cage match, which you kind of would imagine that would have a little bit more of, you know, blood and guts, as they say. Um, I don't know. It didn't seem to as much. But um, regardless, very good show overall. Takeover, very solid. And uh, lots of news for uh, NXT uh, coming out in a few minutes. We'll talk about that. But let's talk about SummerSlam real quick before we get to that. A couple matches were added after the fact. Uh, for the pre-show, one of which being Buddy Murphy versus uh, Apollo Cruz, but after Buddy Murphy had accused uh, Rowan, uh, Rowan came out and beat the hell out of him, so he won by disqualification. But that actually wasn't the first match. First match, Drew, Drew uh, Gulak beat Oni Lorkin to retain the cruiserweight title. Then Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross uh, had the rematch with the Iconics for the tag titles, which they won. Uh, to kick off the show, they have Becky Lynch beating Natalia in the submission match. Bill Goldberg then squashed Ziggler, as expected. Then Ziggler complained about it, and then he squashed him again. And then he complained about it again, and he squashed him again. Uh, AJ Styles uh, beat Ricochet to retain a title, uh, a U.S. title, thanks to Carl Anderson and Lugel's help. Uh, Bailey beat Amber Moon to retain the SmackDown Championship. Kevin Owens beat Shane McMahon, um, Elias was the special guest enforcer, but uh, Elias, uh, Kevin Owens was able to overcome that and still beat Shane McMahon. Charlotte Flair beat Trish Stratus, uh, Kofi Kingston, and Randy Orton ended up a double countout, which was a bit unsatisfying, but I get it. The fiend Bray Wyatt debuted and sent Finn Balor on his way and beat him pretty easily. And then Seth Rollins beat Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. Which was a bit of a surprise to me, but hey. So I don't know what this means for Brock Lesnar. I don't know how long he's, he's going to disappear for. I mean, they do have a show coming up in October. In Saudi Arabia, which would I assumed he would be involved with somehow. Which might leave him into something to do with Survivor Series. And and maybe, I don't know. But we'll find out in a bit. Um, so overall, um, I did pretty well in my predictions. I did predict Buddy Murphy and Alexa and Nikki just... You know, I know it wasn't on the thing, but, you know, I did, I did. Um, so, the only ones I got wrong were Ricochet, uh, and then Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton was obviously a draw. Um, the 24-7 championship did not change hands, and I got Brock Lesnar wrong. Uh, Drew didn't do so good, he just got Gulak, Goldberg, Bray Wyatt, and Seth Rollins. Um, oh, also I should mention, I, uh, for the NXT, I got Yushirai, Shayna Baszler, and I'm Cole. I said the ladder. I said ladder match. It was cage match. Got undisputed Eric and Roderick Strong wrong. Even though undisputed Eric has since won, so that counts in my book, sort of. Andrew just got Io Shirai and Adam Cole correct. My sister also did her predictions. She did a little better than Drew, but not as well as me. She got Drew Gulak, Becky Lynch, Goldberg, AJ, Bailey, Charlotte Flair, and that's it. Oh, and because. Oh, so, again, also, I predicted Daniel Bryan, Bray, uh, Drew said Braun Strowman, 
my sister said Rowan attacked uh, uh, Roman Reigns. We didn't find out on Smack or on SummerSlam what actually happened. Since then, we have sort of found out that it was Rowan, even though they said it wasn't him. It was just someone that looked like him. But then they had footage to say it was him. But they, but Daniel Bryan has said he didn't know anything about it. But Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns isn't buying it, and that's where we are. Uh, so that will go forward. Moving on. Um, other stuff that has happened since SummerSlam: um, uh, Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman won the tag titles, so those changed hands. Uh, they've started the King of Ring tournament, but we'll talk about more more about this in a couple of weeks when we t- do our Clash of Champions um, prediction show. Um, they're also having big shows in Madison Square Garden coming up next week, but we'll talk about what happened at those next in a couple of, couple weeks. Um, in the in, in the New Japan G1, uh, Kota Ibushi did beat uh, Okada, so got that right. But then Jay White beat ne, uh, ne, yeah, Naito, but Ibushi did end up beating Jay White, so I got two of those right. And now Ibushi has the rights to face the champion at Wrestle Kingdom, whether that's Okada or somebody else. But I feel like he also has to defend that at some point or, or something. So he could lose it, I guess. I forget exactly how that works. Um, New Japan does have a show coming up this weekend in in, in uh, England, but I don't really know anything about it, so I'm not going to talk about it. But uh, that's. But we are going to talk about some more wrestling stuff because there's a lot more to go over. Um, oh, and just to mention, the 24-7 championship has changed hands a bunch of times. Uh, so Elias had it for a bit, but then Rob Stone from Fox got it. R-Truth had it a couple other times. Uh, Drake Maverick then won it. I believe Drake Maverick has it now, if I'm correct. I don't know. It's it's hard to keep track of it, Um, especially since they don't actually have any matches for it, generally. There haven't really been matches for for it. Um, It just sort of all happens. But all right, so now... Well, okay, so Fox plays a little bit of part in what I'm going to talk about, so that's a good little segue. All right, I had to back up one second. Um, totally forgot to talk about Ring of Honor, Summer summer, um, summer Card of Honor. Is that what it's called? Summer Spectacular Card, whatever it was called. <laughs> I didn't scroll up all the way on my uh, spreadsheet. Um, the Summer Super Card. So, actually, I did amazing on my predictions, um, I got only one wrong, uh, which was Jay Lethal and Jonathan Gresham, which I kind of had right, because like my point was I thought they were going to win by kind of nefarious means, and then Jay Lethal was going to be upset that you know about the whole thing, but they ended up losing because of that, so even they pushed it along just further, a little faster than I thought they would, but Villain Enterprises won, PJ Black won, Marty Scroll. Uh, Kelly Klein, Roosh, Shane Taylor. Oh, let me say, PJ Black. Um, wait, so there was a little bit of change in some of those, these matches because Shane Taylor was supposed to fight earlier, and then there was a fight, and then and uh, now I'm forgetting who even fought. But um, hold on, let me look it up because Silas Young came out and said he wasn't going to fight, and then PJ Black filled in for him, if I remember correctly. Um, but I'm trying to remember who even fought. 
Um, no, Marty Squirrel Pete. Oh, so that's what it was. <laughs> so PJ Black one beat Silas Young by uh, forfeit. Then Marty Squirrel came out and beat PJ Black. That's what happened. Um, but Shane Taylor was supposed to take on Tracy Williams early in the card, but he got beat up. And then they fought later, and then he won. Okay, yes. But anyways, ultimately, Matt Taven um, retained. Shane Taylor retained. The Briscoe brothers all retained. Um, Nothing crazy has happened since then for Ring of Honor. I know they have a show coming up in September, I believe. Or maybe it's October. The um, something. (laughs) Some sort of big pay-per-view show. Uh, I forget what it is, but regardless, we'll talk about it when we talk about it. Um, but now let's move on to the big news of the century, I guess. I mean, sort of. Uh, we got AEW, which is set to debut. I mean, they have that pay per view this weekend, um, and they're set to debut on TNT coming up on October 2nd. Uh, big show from Washington. Then the next week they're going to be in Boston. I got my tickets. Uh, they sold out very quickly. There was a lot of Ticketmaster issues, but I was able to get mine. Um, but I will say, and then the Philadelphia show, show sold out as well. Since then, I don't know if the shows have sold out, but they've been selling out slower. Then these ones sold out like within an hour or an hour and a half or something like that. But the newer shows they announced, which I forget where they are, I think they're I mean, Charlotte or Atlanta or wherever. I forget. doesn't matter. But I will say this. Because I have a little bit of an issue of what's going on here. Because, um, like, the Washington, D.C. Sold out, sold out right away. Like, blah, blah, blah. And to me, if a show sells out that fast and there's such a high demand, then tickets available on secondary markets should be pricey. They should be pricey. They should be up there. They should be tough to get, uh, you know, for lots of money. But that's not the case. It's not the case at all. If you go to, if you, if I, I'm going to go to Subhub right now. And, you know, maybe this has changed. Maybe this has changed. But the Washington, D.C. show sold out amazingly right away. And there was a lot of $20 tickets to that show as opposed to the Boston show just because it was a bigger venue. So they feel like they wanted to sell it out. So they had a lot more cheaper tickets, whereas like they, I don't know what was twenty bucks at Aganis, but there wasn't much. And the because the thirty five dollar tickets that they had available were like side stage, which aren't great either. So I don't know what was twenty bucks, and I don't know how many there were. There probably couldn't have been much. But if I go to AEW, go on StubHub, um, and go to the Washington D.C. show, because I did this right after I bought my tickets, because I was like. That's weird. Um, now, for All Out, yes, 135 bucks is the cheapest ticket to get in the building. I get it. That's, you know, that's a it's a big deal. It's a big pay-per-view. But for Washington, D.C., there are tickets available for $9 on StubHub. And there's a lot of tickets available for pretty damn cheap. And again... If the cheapest ticket was 20 bucks to get in the building, and that's before fees and all that. Now, again, these are 
StubHub, this is before fees too. There are a lot, a lot of tickets available on StubHub, and this is just StubHub. There's SeatGeek. There's other, other, there's other things. There's a lot of tickets available for under twenty bucks. You know, obviously add on fees and stuff like that, and then not much. And there's a bunch, you know, just for around twenty bucks. And keep on, these are still available. They're not selling. They're not selling. And now we're still a month over a month away, but they're not selling. So who was buying these tickets is my question to just then put them immediately up on StubHub for cheap. Doesn't, 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 that, that's not, that doesn't work for me. That's, I mean, that's like a whole bunch of scalpers just bought up all these tickets right away. Cause like, oh, it's going to be, these are going to be the hottest selling tickets ever, blah, blah, blah. And then they quickly realized, oh wait, maybe they're not going to be. And now the prices are dropping tremendously. You know, because we're still a month away and these tickets are this this cheap. And there's a lot of tickets available. There are, um... It usually tells you how many tickets are available there are, but, um... I'm not seeing it. Um, let me go back. It used to tell you how many tickets are available. Whatever, there's still, there's a lot. There's a lot. Now, Aganis... A little better. The cheapest ticket to get in the building is fifty-seven dollars, and those are up. Those are not. Those are the ones side stage, basically. I, I, I think mine were the ones I bought were sixty something. I don't remember. Um, I think they were fifty face, but then with the fees and stuff, they were sixty something. I remember correctly. Um, so okay, so, I'll, you know, again, this is a pretty small arena, especially for wrestling, because they have to with the stage and stuff like part of good chunk of the arena is not available so okay so that's not terrible but then you look at the philadelphia show 19 dollars, and you know these other shows are kind of newer so they're a little higher but you know i mean you i mean then it happens to a lot of events don't get me wrong i mean it's not like it's like aw's fault or whatever someone buying up Ticketmaster, and then all of a sudden you know you know here's a million tickets available on stuff up Will they sell? I don't know. But if you walk into the building and half the tickets from the building are still on still on StubHub and no one's there, you got to realize, oh, crap, like, we may have sold out, but the interest isn't there. Someone just assumed that what was going to be and they bought up all the tickets and put them on StubHub. You know, that that's a bit that's a bit kabuki ish to me, if you ask me. Not not to disparage AEW or anything. I'm not like going against. I'm like, oh, AEW, but you suck. I mean, meanwhile, WWE has these Madison Square Garden shows that still have a ton of tickets available in Ticketmaster, but they're hundreds and hundreds of dollars. And for a Raw and SmackDown, like you're outpricing your competition. But I get it. MG expensive. New York expensive to run, and that's probably why they haven't done it in forever. Uh, but you know. At the same time, people aren't going to pay these prices, WrestleMania type prices for a random Raw in September. Yeah, I don't care what building you're in. Um, but yeah, that's. I mean, that really kind of concerned me when I looked at that. And I'm like, wait a minute. They said this sold out within an hour, and there's a ton of tickets available, real cheap, that aren't selling. Keep in mind, these aren't sold. I'm not looking at the sold listing. These are available right now. So, I mean, I don't know what's sold. I'm not going to look. But, um, a little kabuki-ish, a little kabuki-ish. Um, but, 
regardless of any of that, October 2nd, TNT, 8 o'clock. You know, they, you know, a lot of people were, didn't really know what AEW was going to do initially. And then, you know, they settled on Wednesday nights, mostly because TNT's, uh, you know, and when they were looking at other, when they were negotiating with other channels and stuff, I'm, I'm guessing they were willing to look at other nights and whatever, especially with, you know, SmackDown moving off of Tuesdays. You know, there was already a wrestling audience on Tuesdays. Now might maybe looking for something to watch. Um, but with falling on TNT, yeah, yeah, they got basketball Tuesdays and Thursdays. So, you know, you have to pick Mondays, Fridays, or Wednesdays. And obviously Mondays and Fridays wouldn't make sense unless you want to go head-to-head with WWE, which wouldn't make sense necessarily. Um, especially with established, you know, obviously Monday night established. Friday night, eh, we'll see what happens. But being on Fox, they obviously have a huger, you know, audience, uh, potential audience, I should say. Um, but, um, anyways, um, yeah, so they chose Wednesday nights, 8 o'clock. Now, Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock, the WWE Network has NXT running. Okay. I mean, it's on a network. A lot of people watch that stuff on demand. A lot of people aren't watching live stuff. It's taped anyways, so it's like, what does it matter when you watch it? So this kind of got people thinking okay and then the rumors started circulating all right well WWE has this new deal with fox and fs1 could use some programming possibly uh well there's talk of moving nxt and and usa had tried it before they had had nxt on on usa before just a tape show whatever just yeah here it is like let's see how it does whatever it did fine nothing amazing um but you know what you know WWE's not gonna sit back and relax other channels that they are associated with aren't just going to sit back and relax if this other channel has now this, you know, asset of wrestling on, you know, they're going to want to put on some kind of programming. And if, you know, the 90s taught, taught us anything, at least for a few years, you know, put wrestling on top of wrestling. Now, it didn't work with TNA when they put it up against Raw. I mean, I, those were different leagues. Um, I mean, I mean... Obviously, different leagues, wrestling leagues, but different like leagues, like stature-wise, as opposed to like WCW back in the '90s with you know going up against Raw. You know, WWE wasn't exactly the juggernaut at the time that they had been previous years. So WCW coming along and and doing that makes sense. But you know, here we got the AEW coming their show on TNT. So then the rumors started ra- running rampant. Oh, NXT is in and co- you know WWE's in uh, you know. Because there was a rumor there was going to be on Tuesday nights. So then Fox all of a sudden had this wrestling like studio show that's going to be on. Um, and there's we'll talk about this because there's news on that in a bit, which is interesting. But um, then the rumors started, oh, NXT is going to move to SS, FS1 Wednesday nights. Okay, that's that sounds interesting. Go up head-to-head against, they're going to start broadcasting live for two hours. Okay. Oh, wait, you know what? It's probably not going to happen. FS1 has college basketball. They have they you know obligated to show on Wednesday night. So okay, well, you know that was just a rumor, anyways. Well, so okay, fine, whatever, blah blah blah. Oh wait, well USA they have nothing on Wednesday nights potentially. Oh okay, well that's oh well then it's definitely gonna happen. Nah, okay, maybe it's not gonna happen. Back and forth, back and forth. All of a sudden, boom! Announcement made. NXT is going to be on USA Network Wednesday nights eight eight o'clock. Live every week from Orlando, still though, which is an interesting thing. Um, 
as opposed to traveling around, having another band, brand traveling around the country. And NXT does travel, don't get me wrong, but not for television tapings. NXT is going to, at least for the beginning, I don't know if there's any plans down the line to change this, but at least the beginning will be live every Wednesday, 8 o'clock, 2 hours, from Orlando, Full Sail University, the same place they always usually record. You know, not always, but usually record. So there you go. The Wednesday Night War is going to be on. NXT versus AEW. Um, it'll be really interesting to see how it works out. Um, you know, obviously, you kind of you know TNT versus USA is certainly on the same level. Whereas if they were on FS1, FS1 is not nearly as many houses as TNT or UFC for that matter. But certainly on the same level. Um, you know, there's no established Wednesday night wrestling on cable right now, so I don't know if it's going to take some time for people to even find this. But, given that NXT is starting September 18th, gives them a couple weeks head start um, over AW. Now, I don't know what that means exactly, versus when AEW comes out, you know, AEW has... You know, I don't know. It, it's going to be weird. Um, but with that said, with NXT moving to a two-hour brand and being on USA, it's changing some of the things that are going around. There's a lot of, you know, obviously we saw with Tyler Breeze and Fandango moving back to NXT. There's rumors some other teams are, or other teams or individuals are going to start moving back to NXT a bit that aren't being used on Raw or SmackDown right now. There's now rumors that they're going to reach out to Enzo Amore and Big Kaz and have them come back potentially. I don't know about that. But, you know, the rumors are running rampant. And, you know, obviously any guys that are out there that are free agents, you know, now not only do you have, you know, AEW and obviously WWE, obviously, but now, you know, the whole NXT idea isn't exactly like you're not comparing apples to oranges anymore you're comparing apples to apples when you're talking about nxt at this point because if they're going to be you know wednesday nights live what's the difference between that and smackdown really i mean smackdown's on fox which i guess has a little bit of a bigger audience but it's still a weekly live show yeah smackdown and raw maybe still traveling into bigger arenas whereas orlando's at full sale but if i'm wrestling and i'm getting basically the same amount of money to either know where you're going to be every Wednesday or have to travel around the country all the time. I don't know. You might you might want to consider NXT. Although, you know, it doesn't... Sounds like they're not going to change up the any of the takeover formulas or whatever. So, versus the pay-per-views or whatever. I don't know. We'll see. What, we'll see what happens. You know, it's all very new and up in the air. But, you know, NXT versus AEW Wednesday nights this fall... It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Um, I don't know. We'll find out. Um, now, I did mention the Fox show that's going to be on Tuesdays, supposedly, on FS1, the Fox Wrestling, Fox Sports Wrestling Show, or whatever they're going to be. That is going to be on Tuesdays. Um, and this will lead into... Um, well, you know what? I'm going to save that for a minute. Because as we're talking about NXT... Uh, NXT obviously is the main NXT brand and now moving the way they're moving to uh, USA and all that 
well, you have NXT UK, which is kind of the sub-brand. They also have 205 Live, which still is is definitely up in the air. People aren't really sure what's going to happen with 205 Live once SmackDown moves to Fridays. Is it just going to move to Fridays and be on after that? Or are they going to incorporate those guys into NXT now that NXT's kind of up in the air? No one really knows. I guess we'll find out in the next, you know, month. I... <laughs> Uh, so, but anyways, um, NXT UK, um, All Out was announced for Saturday, August 31st, a while back, so now NXT UK has a show on August 30th, we talked about this before, obviously it's different timing, so it won't interfere with each other, but still, kind of interesting, so NXT UK, Cardiff, is happening this Saturday, um, from Cardiff, Wales, um, starts at Two, I think the pre-show is either at 1 or one i I'm not 100% sure. But it starts at 2 in the afternoon, Eastern, which is like 7 time in in Wales or whatever. So uh, let's get into it. Let's talk about some of the stuff that's been going on. Um, and we'll make some predictions. So first off, uh, we have Travix Banks versus Gnome Dar. Now Gnome Dar has kind of moved back over out of 205 Live and back into NXT UK, although he's been back and forth a little bit, but now he seems to be supplanted NXT UK, and he's uh, kind of been like, hey, I'm the big deal here. I can do whatever I want. I should be on a on a UK and have a big match. And then Travis Banks is like, well, I'll fight you. And then they're like, okay, you guys can fight each other. So my prediction for that is Noam Dar's going to win. Because, <laughs> why not? Um... There you go. Next up, we have a um, last man standing match between Dave Mastiff and Joe Coffey. I feel like these guys have been feuding forever. Um, I'm going to give the send-off to Dave Mastiff. Next up, we have a triple threat match for the NXT Tag Team Championship. Zach Gibson and James Drake defending against Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. A defending against Gallus. Uh, Mark Mark Coffee and Wolfgang. Um, I'm gonna go with Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. And then next up we have the uh, women's the NXT Women's Championship NXT UK Women's Championship. Um, we have Tony Storm defending against Kaylee Ray. Um, Kaylee Ray came, kind of came out of, came out of nowhere. I was like, hey, Tony Storm, I'm going to beat you up. And then, sure. So, there, I mean, there's not much more to it than that. Um, but I think Tony Storm is going to keep the title for now. And then finally, in the main event of the evening, um, Walter will defend his United States, United, WWE United Kingdom Championship against the original WWE United Kingdom Champion, Tyler Bate. Now, Tyler Bate obviously has Trent Seven in his corner. Pete Dunne has kind of moved on to regular NXT, so he's kind of not involved. And then Walter's got his crew, um, which the name of them is Escaped Imperium. Yes, Imperium, which uh, consists of... Um... Oh, why am I blanking? Uh... uh... What's his face? Who is he? What's it? And the other guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those guys. Um, no, uh, uh, the guy from uh, Sanity, uh, Fabian Eichner, Marcel Bertel, and then um, Alexander Wolf, who came over from uh, Sanity, which is no longer. 
Um, I don't see Walter losing, which is kind of why I think the tag titles are going to change hands because the women's uh, title and the men's title don't change hands. You got to have something. So, um, yeah. Also to note, Cesaro said he will be in the house for NXT UK and will maybe take a hands-on approach. Not sure what that means, but surely he will be there. Whether that means he has a match or not, I don't know. I'll make that prediction at the time, I guess. Because uh, he might just get involved and beat somebody up or interfere in a match. or Who knows what's going to happen. But, yeah. There you go. So that's NXT UK TakeOver ta- uh, taking place on Saturday. Tomorrow. Yeah. Probably in hours, depending on when you're listening to this. Or it may have already happened. But on the WWE Network. Um, so, all right, let me get back to this Fox uh, Sports uh, Tuesday show. So, you know, they kind of, after SmackDown was moving from Tuesday to Friday, they were talking about, oh, Fox is going to have, Fox Sports as part of the deal, was going to have this Tuesday wrestling show. But then it was kind of like, well, wait a minute, is this a WWE show? Or is this a Fox show because they have WWE? And no one really knows for sure. The rumor is Renee Young is going to be hosting, which would presumably mean it's a wwe show but then the rumors started circulating that it's not gonna be strictly a wwe show and they'll talk about other other um leagues like ring of honor new japan AEW, whatever else and then the rumor came out that cm punk may be a host or a contributor in some form or fashion which would then leave you to believe that this would have nothing to do with WWE. But really, would CM Punk want to do this? He's said in the past he's done with wrestling. Now, granted, he's going to be at StarCast, which is probably happening right now as I speak um, this weekend. And, you know, as part of the whole all-out weekend. You know, granted, it's not specifically associated with AEW. Um, he's also doing a an interview with JR, I believe, is what he's doing. Um, so, I mean, I guess we'll find out soon what, what if there's anything actually going on with that. I don't know. I mean, maybe not. Maybe he'll keep it he'll keep it a secret or whatever. But I can't imagine him doing a studio show for Fox when they're mostly going to talk about WWE. Whether it's WWE... Rela- I mean, it's per- certainly not if it's WWE, like, produced or whatever. If it's just Fox produced, even still... I mean, they're mostly going to be talking about WWE, I imagine. But it'll be interesting to see if they do talk about other stuff on this show. I mean, I don't see CM Punk being involved in it. But it'll be interesting. Now, the other thing CM Punk may or may not be involved is in with is All Out. AEW All Out. It's in Chicago. Now, last year was All In. He didn't get involved. He did, like, an autograph signing for Pro Wrestling Tees that weekend. But nothing else. He wasn't involved. Says he doesn't want to be involved. He says he's done with wrestling. Um, he supposedly is doing a commentary gig for some MMA thing that night. Not sure what it is or what where it is or what time it is or if that means he couldn't get over to this in time. I, I'm not 100% sure about any of that. Um, I mean, obviously, if you've seen with Jericho in the past, that doesn't mean Jericho couldn't show up places, but I don't know. We'll find out, I guess. Uh, but speaking of AEW and all out, that takes place tomorrow night, seven o'clock pre-show, which I think is on Bleacher Report, 
and then eight o'clock on pay-per-view at 60 bucks according to my xfinity thing although i heard it was 50 bucks on other things i'm not sure maybe it's 50 for non-hd and 60 for hd not 100 sure pretty pricey for a pay-per-view these days but it is what it is i guess um you know i knew you got a new uh you gotta make money somehow i guess um so here we go let's just jump into it it's taking place at chicago like i said the sears center arena um there are two sh- there are two matches listed for the pre-show uh we have to start off with private party isaiah cassidy and mark corn taking on angelico and jack evans uh this isn't for anything it's just what it is so i will go with private party to get things started kick it all off um, next up, you have the 21 Women Casino Battle Royal. Winner will receive a match for the inaugural AEW Women's World Championship scheduled for AEW on TNT on October 2nd. Now, I'm confused, so whoever wins, I'm not sure who, that, who they're going to face. I don't think they've said anything about that, unless I missed it. I'm not 100% sure about that. But whatever. Um, so far, they've announced uh, 11 people. Uh, Nyla Rose, Britt Baker, Allie, Brandy Rhodes, Teal Piper, who I guess is uh, Roddy Piper's daughter, uh, Evelisi, Jazz, yeah, Jazz, remember ECW, back in ECW, and, and then moved on to WWF, um, or WWE, whatever it was at the time, Big Swole, Sadie Gibbs, Awesome Kong, uh, coming off her glow run, uh, which I still haven't watched yet, I didn't talk about that, in the, but I haven't watched it yet. I'll get to it at some point. And Shazaz, Shazaz McKenzie. Am I saying that right? I don't even know. And then 10 other people. So it's going to work the same way as the, the Double or Nothing one did. They'll come in waves of five every so often. And then there's the one guy, the one woman in this case that gets the lucky number one or whatever, whatever it is. Um, and uh, we'll join afterwards. So who's going to win? Um, I mean... Awesome Kong's obviously a big, no pun intended, obviously one of the favorites, I'd imagine. Uh, Brandy Rhodes, obviously one of the favorites. But Britt Britt Baker, I think Britt Baker's going to win. And not because of the whole Adam Cole thing, because they're going to be facing off against each other on Wednesday nights, Britt Baker and Adam Cole are a thing. Um, Speaking of things, I forgot to mention Seth Rollins, apparently. Got engaged to Becky Lynch. Okay, congratulations to them. Um, but yeah, so they're like a thing and they're on different shows, but whatever. Also, Sean Spears and we'll talk about in a minute. And uh, Peyton Rice got married, I believe. Um, Alright, moving on to the main card. We got Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Marco Stunt taking on un- SoCal Uncensored, Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky. I'm going to go with SoCal Uncensored in this one. Uh, next up, we got um, a women's match. Riho versus Hikaru Shida. I'm going to go with Riko. Don't really know too much about them. Uh, then we have a Cracker Barrel Clash triple threat match between Darby Allen, Joey Janela, and Jimmy Havoc. Not sure what a Cracker Barrel Crash is. But I'm guessing it has something that it's probably just a hardcore match, but it's a triple threat anyways, so I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna go with Darby Allen. Darby Allen, however you say it. Uh, one. 
next up, you have the best friends, Chuck Taylor and Trent Barreto, taking on the Dark Order, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. Winner will receive a first round bye in the AEW World Tag Team Championship Tournament. I'm going to go with the Dark Order. Next up, you have... Wait. Okay, next up you have uh, Cody um, taking on Sean Spears, uh, who will be accompanied by Tully Blanchard in the singles match. Now, whether that means Cody brings in Arn Anderson or something along those lines, I don't know. Maybe just his brother, because his brother just signed a multi-year deal with AEW. I guess he wasn't signed yet, even though he had had a couple matches. Uh, so I assume one of the I would assume he would probably be in his corner, although Arn Anderson could show up, I guess too. I don't know. But either way, I see Cody winning. I just got Cody winning. Um, then moving on. Uh, so Kenny Omega is supposed to take on John Moxley. John Moxley unfortunately is injured, so that's a big hit already for AEW, unfortunately. And it's kind of just the way John Moxley's career has been going the last couple of years. Uh, injury is definitely hurt him um uh he's got something wrong with his elbow i think which was the issue he had prior um he got an infection or, or something along those lines i don't remember exactly but either way he's out so the guy that originally was supposed to face um adam page in a double or nothing Pac, i he lost his dragon gate match so i guess now he's available uh or his championship but um yeah, he's filling in, but with that said, I think Kenny Omega is going to win. Next up, you got the Lucha Brothers uh, defending the AAA World Tag Team Championship against the Young Bucks in a Escalada de la Muerta match, which is a ladder match of death. So, I don't know whatever that is. I don't know if it's just any different than a regular ladder match or not. I don't know. But regardless... I think the Lucha Brothers are going to retain the AAA Championship. And then finally in the main event of the evening for the sing uh, singles match for the inaugural AEW World Championship, Adam Page versus Chris Jericho. Um, I mean, going into the new TNT show, going up against NXT now, I think as cool as Adam Page might be for some people and all that, you got to have a big name. Hulk Hogan was a champion of WCW and Nitro started, so big name. Chris Jericho obviously is a big name, a WWE guy. People know him. People are going to watch him. People want to know what he's up to and what this show's all about. I think Chris Jericho is going to be the inaugural AEW Heavyweight Championship champion, whatever. And there you go. So then, uh, once again, uh, AEW uh, All Out taking place tomorrow from Chicago uh, on pay-per-view. Also Bleacher Report, um, BR Live or whatever it's called. You can check it out on those platforms. Of course, NXT UK also tomorrow. There's also, um, I guess, a, um, a New Japan show in England as well. I don't know anything about that. But here we go. There we go. Thank you for listening. It's a shorter one this time. I try to keep it short. Uh, I got stuff going on, so I can't spend all day on this. Um, yeah, and thanks for listening. Obviously, razorvader.blogspot.com. Subscribe to the podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Uh, follow me at Razorvader on Twitter. 
Uh, leave uh, five stars. Let me know what you think. Uh, blah, blah, blah. All that fun stuff. Um, and um, also, just to mention, as um, people wonder about this, the Very Drunken Podcast, which you can go to verydrunkenpodcast.blogspot.com. Also search for it on uh, Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever else you find podcasts. Had a new episode about Woodstock. All about Woodstock being the 50th anniversary and the 25th and the 20th of the other Woodstocks. Uh, we wanted to talk about it, so we discuss it. Um, let's check that out if you want to. And yeah, that's going to do it. So thanks, everyone. Uh, probably back in a couple weeks to talk about Clash Champions and whatever else is going on. The start of the NFL season. The playoff race uh, for the pennant race, I should say. And whatever else is going on, we'll review some of this stuff. Uh, maybe I'll finally play a video game and and pick a new one. All that fun stuff, but I just want to thank you for listening, and I will talk to you next time.